Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. There are some figures in church history that you know exactly where they stand. You could put on them a white hat. There are others in church history that you know exactly where they stand. They just stand on the other side of the divide, and you could put on them a black hat, if you will. And then there are those figures that come to us in church history or in history that we're not quite sure what to do with. Well, that is the figure of this week's episode of Five Minutes in Church History, and that is Joan of Arc a very colorful person, not only in church history, but in history. Joan was a farmer. She was born into a family in a small town in France. She was born in the year 1412. This is 105 years before Martin Luther is going to post his 95 theses. This is right at the height of the latter Middle Ages, and Joan is every bit the part of her context and of her times. She was not literate like most peasant farmers would have been in 1412. In fact, like most people were in 1412. She could not read, she could not write, but she was raised in a very pious home, and she was a very pious individual. Now we need to back up and take a look at the bigger picture. There was the hundred-year war going on between England and France, and at this time, as Joan is growing up and moving into her teenage years, we enter Henry V. He had been victorious, and through a treaty that was signed, he was now made king of both England and France. And then Henry VI, his son, ascended to the throne. And as he began to move into those villages in northern France, many of the residents of Joan's village fled and it was at this time in 1425, as Joan was turning 13 years of age, that she, by her own testimony, started hearing voices. And she was told, she was called to save France from the oppressive English king and to restore the throne to a Frenchman. Well, three years later, and she's only 16 years old at this time, she started gathering supporters. And she even got the attention of the Prince of France, Charles. He met with her. He agreed to equip her with army. And Joan, all set up an army and on her horse, sets off into battle with her band of supporters following her into battle. And she was successful. She drove the King of England and his troops from Orleans. And as a result of that, Charles, the prince, the Frenchman, was able to once again be restored to the throne of France. But that wasn't good enough for Joan, and so she wanted to rid all of France of the English. And at this point, she loses the support of Charles, and the tables now turn on her, and when she previously had victory, now she would experience defeat. And so she and her forces were defeated in 1430. She was taken captive. She was held prisoner. And the next year, in 1431, she initially recanted of 
her assertions against England and of what she was accused of, of being a heretic. And she even then received a divine revelation that her recantation was wrong. And she once again reaffirms her assertions and reaffirms her calling before God. Well, this was enough for her to be taken and to be burned at the stake. And on May 30th, 1431, Joan of Arc's young life came to an end. So there we have it, a fascinating figure from the pages of history, this young lady, this farmer from a small town in France, Joan of Arc. I'm Steve Nichols, and thanks for joining us for 5 Minutes in Church History. For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit 5minutesinchurchhistory.com.